Welcome to the Multifamily by the Slice Podcasts with your hosts, Dre Evans and Ike Eke. On this show, you'll gain unique perspectives from investors and professionals on all aspects of the apartment investing space. Do you want to achieve legacy wealth and live a life of financial freedom? Well, all it takes is that first slice of wisdom to get you started on the journey to building your empire. Please subscribe to the show, leave a five-star review, and pass it along to a friend that can benefit from a slice of multifamily knowledge. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Multifamily by the Slice. Today, we had Vadim Ray on the show, and today's show was very introspective. Oftentimes, we talk about what we do in real estate, but we rarely talk about why. And I would say that today's episode was a great opportunity to discuss the whys of real estate. And Vadim had a great one. You know, he discussed basically the whole intention behind his business and, you know, his purpose in the industry and how he discovered that intention. So uh, it was a, it was an interesting conversation. What'd you think, Trey? I thought it was great, man. Um, it was an interesting conversation. He really talked a lot about how he got plugged into multifamily and the group in particular that he joined and then the value that he got from that. And um, he had an interesting mindset too, in terms of his ability to just be a digital nomad. Um, you'll hear that from my lessons on the show that that's what he does now. He pretty much travels around having that freedom of time and that freedom of space, not being tied down, just coming to a point where he's in the military and He's in the Navy in particular and just wanting more, wanting that freedom. He just discusses a lot about finding that why and finding that burning passion, using that to motivate you, uh, what you do in real estate. And he, we, we discuss a lot of that uh, in the show too. So if you want to know what that group was that Vadim joined and how he was able to leverage that to make connections in, in the details of his first deal and how that eventually allowed him to scale to do hundreds of hundreds of units as a GP and as an LP in three different markets, then definitely stay tuned for this. And so without further ado, let's get into it. Now a word from our show sponsor. Are you looking to grow your real estate investing business? Fortune Cribs can help. Fortune Cribs helps investors buy short-term rentals and select markets across the country for as little as 10% down with no cash on cash returns in the 20 to 30% range. Fortune Cribs will design, furnish, and manage all the day-to-day operations, making your experience truly hands-off. And it doesn't matter whether you're at in your real estate investing journey, whether you're trying to get your first deal or scale your portfolio, Fortune Cribs can help. So if you want to take the next step, go to fortunecribs.com and book your free consultation to see how Fortune Cribs can best help you. Once again, that's fortunecribs.com and let them know we sent you. Welcome to the Multifamily by the Slice podcast. I'm your host, Dre Evans, and I have my great co-host here, Ike Eke. I want to thank everyone for tuning in for another great episode. If you're a first-time listener, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. And if you're a, first, if you're a returning listener, please leave us a five-star review. But before we introduce today's guest, I got to check in with Ike. I already had to you last night. We were up to like <laughs> 10 o'clock at night analyzing deals and everything. But hey, how you doing today, man? I'm doing good, man. I'm, I'm, I still got some energy, even though we were, you know, putting, uh, burning the late night oil last night, looking at deals and finishing off some interviews as well. You know, things are going well. Again, I mean, 
these these interviews for those of you guys in the, in the audience, a little behind the scenes, they don't necessarily come out in the order that we record them in. But with that said, you know, I've been saying, and you probably heard me on other episodes say that we're in a very interesting time in the market where you know buyers and sellers are really far off on their numbers, and you know you put in a lot of offers, and and very few get even looked at because sellers haven't come to uh, terms with where the market is these days, and we're seeing that. So at this point, if you're out there putting in offers. Uh, just be diligent, be consistent, because eventually things are going to come are, are going to turn your way. And, you know, that's honestly me giving advice to myself. But with, with that said, I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm doing well, man. Uh, similar to you, just exciting times to see what happens in the market, but also in terms of what we do together. As you know, we've been analyzing deals and I'm happy to see what comes of it and what works out. I won't name those markets on the show, but you know what I mean? But uh, it's, it's exciting, man. And, it, and it's interesting. It's very interesting. So we'll see. We'll see where, uh, in my opinion, where God takes us. I'm excited. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, with that said, let me introduce our guest today, Vadim Ray. He is in multifamily, of course, because this is multifamily by the slice. And he is in various markets as well. So I'm sure we'll be, we'll be touching on that. Um, he is a GP on a 23-unit property out in Norfolk, Virginia but is also an LP on over 2,000 units across the Southeast. So I'm sure he's going to bring a, a wealth of knowledge to us. I'm excited to discuss with him. So with that said, Vadim Ray, please introduce yourself to the audience. Tell them how you got into real estate. Give us a little bit about your journey in the space and tell us a little bit about what you're doing today. Thanks, Ike. Thanks, Dre. It's good to be here. So uh, I think that's actually a slightly outdated bio we've got. A 23 unit portfolio I started with a couple of years ago, now up to over 360 doors between Hampton Roads, Annapolis, and Houston, Texas. Uh, so a little more about myself. Born in Ukraine, grew up in LA, went to college in Boston, and then served in the Navy in the DC area and in Norfolk, Virginia. And I just got out this year, 2022, March 1st, and it feels good to be free. And I got started multifamily actually while I was active duty. So I was, uh, let's see, August 2019, I got started multifamily and haven't looked back since. I saw that I could impact and provide better living for a lot of people all with one go, buying a hundred plus unit property with the team and putting in about the same amount of effort to take down that deal that I would for maybe a four unit, maybe a 10 unit, maybe a 20 unit. And instead, I get to impact 100 plus people, 100 plus families at once. And I get to positively impact the staff that we have on board for that property. I get to positively impact the general contractors, all the investors we got to bring on board. And so as soon as I realized that that's what's possible, I didn't look back. I mean, there's, there's only one way but up. And just being able to help so many people all at once is, is absolutely phenomenal. I love that. And, you know, to sort of expand a bit about the impact that you discussed, because, you know, we often have the conversation and I, I usually pose the question at the beginning of the interview to ask the, the guests to discuss, you know, their foray into real estate and, you know, their journey since beginning. And most often they, you know, got into a position where they are managing a substantive amount of property and, and, you know, are dealing with the operations of that. But we, we rarely get a chance to discuss the impact on on the residents. And it seems like that's something that is profound and important to you. So I'd, I'd love for you to expand 
on why that is the case and also how you do it? Yeah, it's a good question. So, you know, I tell everyone your why needs to be clear and strong. And with that why, everything else will come together. So for me, it was never about having money in general. It's not about how many doors I can collect just to, just to show it off. It's about the impact I get to make with the money I have access to, with the number of doors I get to have in my portfolio as a reference to the number of families I get to help. And that's really what it's all about. I mean, what are we here in this life to do if we're not going to help other people? And so what's the point of making money if you're not going to help somebody? What's the point of doing anything in your life if it's, not, if it's not to help somebody else do better? And that was my focus from day one, recognizing, okay, what am I here to do? Well, help other people. How do I get to do that? Well, I found multifamily and it's been pretty awesome getting to run. I mean, it's, it's just a bunch of systems in place and you get to run it with a team. I'm an engineer, so it's, it's a bit of both. I, I'm not a total nerd in the engineering space. I, I only like the equations so much. I also like the people aspect of it. And so being able to combine the two uh, in a way that gets to help others and make money, uh, tough to turn that down. Yeah, I love that, man. And let's backtrack too. Let's talk about that, that first deal you did and you, you went straight into multifamily. Walk me through, you're in the Navy, you're active duty. How did you hear about multifamily? And then what were the first steps you took? And then once you took those first steps in terms of learning about it and educating yourself, how did you then come to work with that team to do that hundred unit deal? And then let's talk about that deal. Yeah. All right. So from the beginning, so, all right, I was in the Navy 2018, about, was that three years, about three years into my time in the Navy, I started realizing, okay, this ain't for me. Something about this Navy stuff ain't for me. I don't know if it's specialty I'm in. I don't know if it's something else, but. I want to keep giving that a shot. But I was also recognizing that I had a feeling the Navy wasn't for me for the 20 years. So I, I knew at some point I was getting out and I had to figure that out one way or another. So I actually asked a former supervisor of mine. We were at a, a joint course together. And that 2019, uh, met up with him and I asked him, hey, do you think I should stay in my current specialty? Do you think I should switch over? Do you think I should just get out. What do you think I should do next? He asked me two simple questions. One, what did you want to do before you joined? I don't know. I joined so I wouldn't have to think about it. I didn't apply anywhere else. I didn't ever draft a resume for anything. I joined because I wanted to do something different than the classic nine to five, classic corporate job. And for better or for worse, I got a little too much of the corporate life in, in the Navy. And I got a little too much restriction in the Navy, not actual Navy restriction. But like nine to five style where it's just arbitrary rules that, that don't actually mean anything in terms of anything impactful, anything meaningful. So I said, okay, I hear you. Well, what do you want to do when you get out? I came to you for advice and you're asking me questions. Like, this may have <laughs> And you said, well, if you don't know where you're trying to go, I can't help. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. Yep. I've heard that before. Yes. If you don't know where you're going, every, every road's going to be the right road. So next three months, I spend meditating on the question, what does my ideal life look like? And I realized it's about helping people while working for myself, being my own boss, and ultimately being able to do what I want, where I want, when I want. So if that means traveling the world just for shits and giggles, great, go ahead and do that. 
At the same time, that means I get to go to, let's say, the DR and help rebuild the community and not have to say, all right, my time's up. I got to go back to work. No, I, I can just be there and find a way to balance whatever my obligations are back home, so to speak, whatever that looks like, with being able to give to a community that needs and appreciates my time, effort, energy, money, connections, whatever I get to bring to the table. So I had just before that started with the townhouse up in Maryland, but I'd heard enough people in Milton Navy say, you know, I wish I got a house my first tour and then bought every tour after that. I was like, all right, cool. Well, I'm not gonna have the regrets. Let me, let me get that out of the way. Then fast forward year, yeah, about a year to when I'm having this conversation, trying to figure this out, I realize, okay, maybe there's something in real estate. Let me, let me dig into that some more. So I dug into that some more, found bigger pockets. Through bigger pockets, I found ADPI, active duty passive income. Bigger pockets, there were just too many options. It's just a buffet of great information, but focusing on anything was really tough. So once I found ADPI, and actually just as I found them, they started up their multifamily academy. So I was one of the first people to jump into that. And it just took off from there. I, I got to learn what I, you know, what I'd mentioned earlier that you get to help so many people all at once with one deal that's 50 units, 100 units, 200 units. Name your number, you can make it happen with the right team. And then you get to keep that going. And really, I haven't looked back since. I like it. So yeah. I mean, it's inspiring. And, you know, finding it, I love that question you post, you post to yourself, what does my ideal life look like? Because I guarantee you, you know, if you ask those in the audience or even ask myself and Dre here, what does your ideal life look like? It will make us, you know, it would force us to sit and really zoom out on, and, and you not think about our daily tasks or the projects we're looking to get done in the next 12 months, 24 months, 36 months. We're really like, okay, 10, 15 years from now, what would I consider success? And when you can really zero that in and then work backwards to how you get there, that's when you really, you know, put yourself in a, in a position for success. So I, I like that question. I'm glad that you, you mentioned that. So zooming forward to, to today, what, what does your life look like today? What, what does your team look like? What, tell us a little bit about your company and, and what you guys do. Yeah. So I'll actually reverse for a moment to touch on part 53 of Dre's question. <laughs> How did I get forward to that 23 unit portfolio? And that, that ties into where I am today. Okay. So I jumped straight into networking as soon as I figured out, started learning about multifamily through the ADPI group. Uh, one of the first things they say, right, you get your why, you've got your goals, you've got your education. You also need to network. You've got to build that team. You got to tell people who you are and you got to get to know them. So I jumped right into, uh, in Norfolk, Virginia, uh, it was a recently created multifamily group started by Melanie McDaniel. She's another vet. And then, uh, Anthony Pinto helped start that too. He's a academy guy. And, uh, so yeah, got into that networking and that's where I met my current partners and we had talked to each other enough, validated each other's philosophies about business, about real estate, about life. Uh, we're all active duty at the time and we got started. They had already been doing deals in the area. I jumped in and said, Hey, I want in. And they're like, you sure you don't want to do some residential first? I was like, no, I'm good. I'm not trying to pay stuff you. Let's, let's go to big leagues. So for us at the time, big leagues was 20, 30 doors. So we jumped into a 23 unit portfolio, loved how we did business together. It was a truly team effort. It was very much, Hey, I need you to do this. Got it. Consider it done. 
hey, I'm going to be out for a weekend or a week, or I've got duty, so good luck finding me. Whatever the case is, we all just stepped up and took care of shit as necessary. And, and just that team effort with that military experience, with that focus on getting results and not really about it. None of it was ego-driven. We weren't trying to show that we're the best to each other in any way. We weren't trying to prove anything to anybody else. We're trying to take care of our investors. We're trying to take care of the property. We're trying to take care of the residents. And all of that, they're trying to take care of our families and everything we're trying to build for ourselves. So once we did that deal to start, just a few months later, like, hey, maybe we should do this long-term, like form a company and do this long-term. And so we hashed that out, started the company in December of 2020. We brought in a former merchant marine who's a private lender kind of gave him the pass close enough to the military Navy side of things. We said, all right, we'll let you in. And so he's been a great asset to us as well. He's just been there from pretty much the beginning. And each deal we've done since then has been with our eyes on being as big as possible for the sake of the impact we get to make. And that's really what's tied us together is, yeah, there's, there's also a lot of fun in, in going bigger, right? I mean, like, who doesn't want to say that they took down a hundred, 300, 500,000 unit portfolio, whatever those numbers are, there is some fun to it, right? Life has to be fun to some degree. And some of that more serious aspect of it that's still fun is really the impact we get to make by doing that. It's not just the numbers, it's not just the money. All that is tied into, like I've been saying, the impact we get to make on communities. We get to be a part of the residents on site how they get to then impact the neighborhood they live in and paying that forward risk, especially with our investors. And so that's where we are today is in today's crazy market, we, we've had to really slow down our growth strategy and we've been pivoting all year long trying to find that sweet spot. And as you guys know, the market has been just stupid. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> One day you think you know what it looks like and the next day everything changed. Right, we'll talk with lenders one day and they're telling us one thing. A week later, they're telling us something completely different. Like, but we just talked about, yeah, don't worry about that. Here's what it looks like today. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we'll touch on that in a moment too. All right. Well, we're going to move on to the second part of the show. It's called the legacy round. So it's open forum, but Amy, you can pick one of the three topics or questions. Or your favorite acquisition that forever changed the objective of your business? Practical tips on how to grow a portfolio or how to build your investor network. Oh, let's do number three, growing the investor network with a clear mission, with a clear why for who you are and what you're about. Tell everyone and then they'll connect with you based on your story, based on your mission, based on your results. And they're going to want to know, trust and like you. And all that takes to start is being clear about who you are. You just start telling people, hey, you buy properties and then you make money. You might, you're going to find a lot of people that are interested in that initial take. But what's deeper than that, right? What, what's going to keep them as a lifelong investor for you? What's going to keep them as even a long-term project investor for you? It's going to be more than just the money piece. You, you got you to gotta connect on a deeper level than that. Some people, that deeper level is just, hey, what are your hobbies? Cool. For other people, it's going to be faith-based. For other people, it's going to be about uh, the impact they get to make in their specific community, whatever that community is. Connect with them on that level and they're going to trust you at that point because now you have that solid relationship connection. And then you get to prove with your track record 
that you're able to deliver on the results you're projecting for. And once you do that a couple of times after that, it should be a pretty, not easy, but easier snowball effect. To your point, we've discussed, you know, this very topic, you know, obviously raising capital is a massive part about a part of multifamily and, and syndication. And so, you know, appealing to, to investors is very important. And there is an acronym that, that I've learned and I, I use all the time when I try to sort of frame what works when, when meeting new people or even people that you already know, but don't know that well. And the acronym is FORT. That's where you discuss, you know, family, your occupation, your recreation, what you like to do. And lastly, your dreams. If you think of those four components during your conversation with anyone, it's a great way to get to that deeper level of conversation instead of the surface small talk. You really start to think, talk about things that people enjoy doing or things that people love, things that people live for. That's how you build a relationship. So I, I totally agree with you. Love that, man. Ford. Say that again for me, bro. So that's Ford. You talk about family. You talk about occupation. Some people are really passionate about their work. You talk about recreation. And lastly, you talk about dreams. Absolutely. All right. We're going to move into the last part of the show. It's the Giordano round. As you know, this is the multi-family by the size podcast, which stems from Chicago pizza and my love for it. And each slice is as big and meaty and mouthful. It just makes your mouth water. So these are going to be a series of four questions that Ike and I are going to ask you back and forth. And it's going to, each one is like a big slice of deep dish pizza that is going to leave our listeners satisfied. So the first one, you're on the top of the highest mountain in the world. These are the last words before you die. What will you scream out to the world and want them to remember you, Vadim? Bye. Thank you. Those are my two words. So thank you refers to the opportunity I have had in my life to be able to serve and help people and connect with people and be invited into their worlds in order to make that positive difference all across the world. Number two, if there was one slice of wisdom you wish you knew when you got started or advice you could pass on to others, what would it be? Be clear with what your life's about. Like I mentioned earlier, be clear about your why, be clear about your vision, be clear about what your ideal life looks like, and then build it. Okay. What are your favorite or three most critical real estate terms multifamily investors should know and why? Cool. I'd say the three that are, I think, manipulated the most. Cash on cash, IRR, and net operating income. Careful about understanding what the actual definition is. And then how people manipulate that into fitting their projected return, so to speak, and what they're trying to sell you on. Now, I was just going to say, I know, because obviously we ask that question to every guest, given that it's part of this year down around, but we've, we've never had somebody look at it with that lens. But that's honestly the lens you want to look at it through, because that's how you, you know, stave off a bad investment. So I really like that. I like that a lot. All right. Last question. Education is critical in this business. What books, apps, mastermind groups, or podcasts would you recommend listeners immerse themselves in? I got two masterminds I'll throw on the table. Active duty, passive income. If you're active duty, if you're a vet, if you're in any way a family member of a vet or active duty service member, great mastermind to be a part of, whether you're doing residential, multifamily, in this case, particularly multifamily. Also, uh, Brian Briscoe's Tribe of Titans. Tribe of Titans, yeah. Pretty awesome. Some of the, the best bang for your buck you can get in the industry in terms of networking and education. All right. How can multifamily by the slice of the best listeners best get in touch with you? Hit me up on LinkedIn and you can catch me on my website as well. I'm sure all that will be in the show notes. Yes, it will. Awesome. Awesome. Vadim, thanks for coming on the show. It was a pleasure to have you. Dre Evans, IKK, multifamilybytheslice.com. 
Check the website out, www.multifamilybottleslice.com, where we continue to get reviews and feedback and all types of extra bonuses and resources for our listeners. Please leave us a five-star review that helps get the show out to other people that can add value to them and help them and, and, and make them grow. And that's what we're all about on the show. So stay tuned for the next one. Have a good day. Thank you for listening to the Multifamily by the Slice podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave a five-star review. Lastly, check out the show notes for links to topics discussed, as well as website and social media links for Dre, Ike, and our guest. See you next week.